Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. What is going on everyone? Welcome back to my channel. I hope you're all doing well. Today I've got another brand new subreddit for you, so sit back, relax, and let's get straight into it. You lost your sight along with everyone else on earth in the great blinding. Two years later, without warning, your sight returns. As you look around, you realize that every available wall, floor, and surface has been painted with the same message. Don't tell them you can see. Guys, this subreddit is called r slash writing prompts. It's a subreddit where people post theoretical situations and people write stories below it. It's so, so good. So anyway, here is an amazing response to the situation I just read out. When the blinding first occurred, I thought I was the only individual affected. I was sitting at my desk working on a school paper and in an instant everything went black i had cried out to my parents in fear and confusion but their response was like an echo of my own they too couldn't see and we soon learned the entire world had been victim to having their sight filled with darkness interestingly enough we don't think this affected any of the animals living on earth just us humans the only strange thing that occurred after this was the fact that the demand for milk skyrocketed at first adapting was extremely difficult something as mundane and simple as using the bathroom room had become a daily challenge i didn't look forward to within a few months support groups have been created by individuals who were already blind prior to the incident they assisted those who were struggling with adapting to their newfound obstacle thankfully the world never really stopped moving or progressing outside of major adjustments that had to be made such as devising a different mode of transportation or different requirements and standards in the working world we managed to pull through it's been about two years since the blinding and there were times where i had forgotten such an event occurred I was taking a short walk to the store to get some groceries. I don't know why, but I've developed an almost dependency-like state on milk. I had gripped the handle to the door to the small grocery store and pushed the door open. A bell was hung on the inside handle of the door. Hello, let me know if you need help finding anything, a voice said to my right. Thanks, Dave, I will, I responded. Hey, John, how have you been? He asked with a somewhat enthusiastic tone. With a somewhat slow pace, I walked around the store, feeling along the braille to determine if I had found my item. Pretty much the same. I said with a bit of a chuckle my hand touched something cold finally found the milk as I was about to open the door I could see my reflection in the rectangle shaped window of the cooler I wasn't entirely sure how to react nor was I sure as to what happened I was looking at myself in a mirror for the first time in two years I started shaking and I could feel warmth and moisture fill my eyes I noticed writing on the reflection itself I was so excited I hadn't even noticed in fact most of the interior was covered in this writing i looked a little closer at the message written in black don't tell them you can see 
What the heck does that mean? Who's them? I then caught a glimpse of the individual standing behind the counter of the store. Who? What the frick is that? John, you need some help, buddy? It's asked. It had Dave's voice, but it definitely wasn't Dave. And the way its mouth moved was... Wait, is that its mouth? I have no idea. I was staring at something that was at least six feet tall. Grotesque and eldritch was the only way I could describe it. Its dark brown skin was smooth and moist with extremely tiny openings in its skin. It wasn't wearing any type of clothing. Its arms were somewhat long and thin looking appendages that ended in human looking hands. Its head was shaped like a large basketball. The creature's mouth looked to be in a vertical position and when it spoke, I could see many layers and rows of crocodile-like teeth. Here, John, let me come help, it said. Its voice had changed as well. It was gurgled and sounded like it was being put through a filter. As it moved, I could hear it squish against the floor. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Why am I hearing that just now? Why have I never heard that before? Instead of gaping at the reflection and trying to ascertain how it walks, I simply stared at a jug of milk. That's when I noticed the color of the milk. It wasn't white or brown or any color a milk should be. It was dark black. As the creature grew closer, a foul smell harassed my nostrils. It took everything I had not to vomit. It reached out with its human-like appendage and touched my shoulder. My entire body tensed up. We're having a lot of different specials on milk today, it said, and I could see its mouth open wide behind my head with what I assumed was a smile. So guys, that is our slash writing prompts in a nutshell. I don't know how people think of these crazy stories when they're just given a few lines of a situation, a hypothetical situation, but that was amazing. The thing I'm thinking right now is I just want to read more of that story. What an introduction. Jesus, I could never have thought of that. Imagine being in this situation though. I mean, firstly, everyone just randomly goes blind. That's pretty weird enough. But then two years later, you get used to it. You walk into your local grocery store and who's that behind the counter? A dodgy monster. That's right. (laughs) What's he doing there? Nobody really knows. But yeah, guys, this whole subreddit is full of amazing stories like this one. I'll move on to another one right away. The year is 1910. Adolf Hitler, a struggling artist, has fought off dozens of assassination attempts by well-meaning time travelers. But this one is different. This traveler doesn't want to kill Hitler. He wants to teach him to paint. He pulls off his hood to reveal the frizzy afro of Bob Ross. Wow. The man outside knocked on the door hard. He paused for a minute, still as a statue then knocked once again the rain fell outside in a steady rhythm and by this time the man's shoes had become damp a minute passed then another the man crouched under the awning and pulled his bag to safety it had begun to leak an ocean of colors red and blue mixed with green as a wave of rainwater swept it down the muddy steps the door creaked open and a suspicious face peeked through the crack hello what willst do the man behind the door inquired the man on the other side cocked his head and put his hand to his ear almost invisible with the naked eye a small earpiece was nestled firmly in his ear it were to life hello what do you want the earpiece repeated hello my name is bob ross if you have a moment i'd like to teach you about the joys of painting the man's voice outside was soothing and as soon as he had finished his sentence a small device in his hand translated it for his company mind if i come in with that bob shouldered his way inside with a gentle dominance he lay his bag on the table and began unpacking what are you doing what is this the owner of the house backed away from the table and it was clear he grew increasingly uneasy i just want to show you the joy of painting bob continued as he took a canvas out of his bag just give me a chance why are you doing this get out of my house bob ignored the request i just like to spread joy with that a genuine smile crept across bob's face and he drew back his hood to reveal a bushy afro underneath please my friend take a seat hitler 
Please, Hitler, take a seat. Hitler reclined warily onto his sofa while Bob set up the canvas across from him. Now, what I like to paint most is the beauty of nature. There's just something so magical about our world. First, I want to get a nice blue for the sky and some dark hues for the ground. Let's make it a nice summer scene in contrast to all this dreariness. Bob continued with his presentation, explaining each technique and stroke. Hitler grew more and more interested and eventually rose to inspect the painting. Why do you do such thin strokes of the brush? I would think a much more decisive movement would be key. Well, Hitler, sometimes the best art comes from gentleness and patience. Bob's soothing voice answered. Bob finished his painting. It had been nearly three hours. He usually worked at a faster rate, but this was one painting that couldn't afford any mistakes. So, Hitler, what do you think? Wanna take a turn? Hitler shifted, and the creak of the floorboards beneath his boots was the only sound. He wordlessly swept his hands around the painting's frame and touched its surface with the utmost care. Why is it you paint, Bob? It's what I love to do. I feel the same, yet I have never produced a piece such as this. Hitler paused. This is truly a masterpiece. Well, I can teach you all I know. What do you say? Hitler closed his eyes and rocked back and forth. I... He trailed off. I'm not... He stopped. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And put his hand to his mustache. Bob reached for his coat and fingered a sleek metal object. There was only one thing to do if Hitler said no. Oh man, some people are so, so wonderfully creative. I think this subreddit is the perfect way for writers to show off their amazing skills. The thing I love about this story is that it was all going so swimmingly well. You know, Bob was helping Hitler with his painting, Hitler was coming on board, but then just a little bit of a reminder of what Hitler did in his life at the end. If he said no to, to, to Bob helping him throughout his life with art, well, Bob only really had one option, and that was a bullet through Hitler's head. Guys, if you are enjoying these stories so far, let me know in the comments down below and leave a like on this video. Anyway, I think we have time for just one more short story. All of the number one dad marks in the world changed to show the actual ranking of dads suddenly. Bryce Morrison thought he had it all. A loving wife, a charming son, and a satisfying job. Yet there was something that nagged at him, a constant feeling that he wasn't good enough. On the day of the mugs, his suspicions appeared to be confirmed. Number 598,432nd dad. The jarring bold words remained seared in his memory throughout the day, clouding every action and every word. After work, Bryce returned to an empty house. Marie was out for dinner with friends and Billy had soccer practice. Perhaps a few hours of sports center would help ease his mind, but alas, there came a sudden knock at the door. Hey there, bud. Bryce opened the door to discover Tom Gilbert, a fellow father from across the street. He clutched a mug in his hand that read number 49,534th dad. I was just wondering if you had any interest in a nice homemade hamburger. We've got some leftovers from the cookouts. Bryce narrowed his eyes. Actually, I was thinking of cooking a bit myself. Mind if I drop by? Tom took a sip of his drink and lifted an eyebrow. Uh, sure, by all means. Bryce ran back to the kitchen and pulled a fresh ground beef patty out of a refrigerator drawer. He bolted across the street, dropped the patty on Tom's grill, and started to cook it. This'll be the best dang burger 
burger ever made, he thought. I'll show that smug idiot. It was, by all accounts, a pretty dang good burger. Tom took a bite and gave him the thumbs up. The next morning, Bryce's mug read 432,726th. Not good enough. Bryce asked to take his vacation early. He left a note for the family and began searching for every potential dad in the country. He went to small businesses, office buildings, parks and parking lots, challenging anyone that would listen. He fixed motors, went fly fishing, played 30 rounds of golf, and showed impeccable taste in microbreweries. As the week progressed, his rank continued to climb. But at a certain point, roughly 200,000, it plateaued. For a moment, Bryce was tempted to smash the mug right then and there. He tried some more dad tasks, refurbishing a porch, buying a new polo wardrobe, but nothing worked. The rank plummeted, and soon it was back in the range of 500,000. Bryce drove home dejected. He'd been texting Marie throughout the week, but she didn't seem to understand the nature of his quest. Then again, how could she? His wife and son embraced him the moment he stepped inside. Daddy, I missed you, Billy cried, dropping his Lego truck to the ground. Marie looked understandably irritated, but kissed him on the cheek nonetheless. Bryce sighed. I just couldn't stand it. I never thought I was a good dad and that mug proved it. Marie chuckled and shook her head. What's a number got to do with anything? Billy hugged his father's leg. I love you no matter what, daddy. Bryce smiled and patted him on the head. Over the next few days, the rank on the mug slowly began to climb again, but it sat dormant in a kitchen cabinet. Within a week, Bryce forgot it had ever existed. I might not be perfect, he decided, but I'm good enough. Oh, what a wholesome story to end this video on. That is the truth, though. You don't have to prove that you're a good dad. Just be there for your family. And by doing that, you show you are a perfect father. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this video. My first episode of r slash writing prompts. Guys, if you like this video as much as I did, the stories in it anyway, just leave a like. I really enjoyed it and I want to do it more. As I said the other day with r slash glitch in the matrix, if this video gets 5,000 likes, that's a lot of likes, then I will do another episode. Guys, it's up to you. I would love it if we hit that number but if not i get it you don't like it as much as i do anyway i will see you tomorrow with a brand new upload mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market